0: Podcasting From the Sportique Studios, where pitchers and catchers are getting it on. We're all waiting to see which big men get swapped. And then comes the Underwear Olympics. This is not the bathhouse. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. From the Colorado Sports Guys podcast. The stiffest of the stiffs, oh. Nate oh. Timmons! Yeah. <laughs> and you. has John Motherfucking Fucking Hey! Yeah. Hey! Hey! Goddamn!
1: Language! Language, this Woo! is not marketable oh! at all. Holy know, crap. Oh man.
0: Jesus. Uh, I know the marketers are falling away. They
1: are falling away as we speak. Uh, welcome to the show, South Stands Denver Fancast. It's great to be back with you. And we've got a we've got a rare treat. And I say rare because it's been so long since he's been on here. He's never even been to the new studio. Uh, I want to welcome in Nate Timmons. He's got his own Nuggets jersey on. Ooh, Nate, nice. what's what is the occasion? What do we owe the what do we owe the pleasure of this
2: visit? Well, I wanted to bring Break out the Wilson Chandler jersey nice. just for Colin. Yeah. Just for the old neck baby times.
3: You know? Yeah. Nice. One last time before he gets traded. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It could be
2: his it could be under twenty four hours before my man Wilson Chandler is gone. And so. you know what
0: it's crazy because it seems to me like just a year ago I started hearing from guys like Raj Sharon and some other people who cover the team closely that Wilson really loves it here. That was the that was like the diatribe I was getting was Wilson really loves it here is that how you understood it yeah he likes it here for sure well so why now all of a sudden does he want to be gone because Malone's not using him the way he wants to be used perhaps. like that's pretty much it right <laughs> yeah
2: perhaps I mean there's a, there's a lot of minutes to go around there's a lot of plain time and his role has been weird. I mean, he's played small forward, power forward. He's all over the place. So.
1: Well, we 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 definitely got to get into some Nuggets talk, which is odd because it's we haven't led off with Nuggets. And talk I see you wore so, your
0: crafty Nuggets hat. I nice. did, and I
1: and I wore that under my under my coat, and I, I was going to surprise, and then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to hang this thing up. My my old Nene your, your jersey. Nene jersey. Uh, but Nate did the same thing apparently. So, uh, but Nate Nate is a I love a, to watch you, Nene. A, yep, uh, Nate is a, uh, <laughs> is a is a is a resident expert on the Nuggets and um, and on Nene. Well, let me. Before we get into the actual the the nuts and bolts of the nuggets isn't it refreshing that now the the team and the, and the sport that you that you follow so closely and have written about and covered for all these years, it's relevant and now everyone wants to know your opinion and, and everyone wants to everyone wants to talk about it. We're talking about the Nuggets right off the bat. Well, Isn't that amazing?
2: Fuck man, they're pretty relevant when they won fifty seven games. Right? They,
1: they were, but I, it's been it's been a few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. It's been a few you. years. Yeah, and, it's and, nice. It is nice, and it, and it's it's refreshing because you know as we know there's certain you know radio stations in town that only cover the Broncos goes and having this aspect of it is great because there's so many nuggets fans that have just been dying for this and it's fun again and and that's that's the that's the good thing about it
2: and the crazy thing too i mean as long as some people ignore the nuggets that's good for guys like me that cover the nuggets right because we've had an explosion on our podcast of downloads and it's it's been pretty crazy
0: and the- and you f- you end up featuring such guests as uh the general manager of the team. That helps. <laughs> yeah, that we've, helps. We've
2: had Conley on, I think, six times, five, six times. I mean, he likes doing it. Um, we're able to bring fans, I think, hopefully, a different side with that and some other guests we have. But I found that like, the Nuggets are a pretty, obviously, they have a lot of players from outside the U.S and those guys and don't you think
0: that works for them but right I mean, I mean the hip-hop lifestyle doesn't matter much to a guy from croatia right
2: and the crazy thing for us i mean the second most downloaded country for our podcast is australia wow there's a shit ton of australian nuggets fans which is awesome
1: well i know that you know australia and obviously europe big basketball fans so it's not surprising um and i think that the nuggets had a their reception in england when they played was fantastic right yeah. and it probably created even more of a fan base when they went over there for that so and
2: there's a lot of people that went you know that live in you know germany and surrounding countries that went to that game so i mean that was pretty cool to see nuggets fans traveling from various locations in europe to go to england to watch the team so that was it's awesome. badass
1: i just think it's great because you know and obviously everyone's everyone's kind of gotten excited before and and you know we've had our hopes dashed but I think now that everyone kind of sees there's a little bit of a path. Now they kind of see like, Hey, this might be, they they might be onto something. Um, all all season long, you know, our 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 friend Jeff Morton and all the other all the other guys that cover it, we always saying like, gotta pay attention, gotta pay attention. And they, maybe at that point, it wasn't time to pay attention, but now it certainly is. And I think people are, and I hope they are, because like I said, it's exciting to watch, man. You tune in now because you just want to see, you want to see what they're doing. And obviously, they've got some things to work out, but I just think it's uh, it's just great. And and you mentioned like people talking about the team, uh, or people writing about the team. It's like with the Rockies. There's a ton of Rockies riders and tons of people who are totally into them. And the Rockies are awful or have been awful forever. And it's just amazing that you have people focused on one team that has not done well at all, but they're they're dedicated to it. There's a story there. They want to talk about it. And it's kind of the same thing with the Nuggets.
2: Yeah, very, very similar. And obviously the Avalanche, too, are kind of in that same boat. Um, oh, but they're terrible. They're fucking <laughs> <yeah>. terrible. <laughs> and like you said, you know, the Nuggets have that direction. They have Nicole Jokic, who is you know, beloved by everybody.
3: Superstar. Yeah. Superstar, that guy. And see,
0: I don't even know if he's a... I, oh, I know, yes, he is. I don't even know if he's a superstar. Well, so he's much, not yet. There's but a, a tongue-in-cheek tongue yeah, aspect to his enough. superstardom. Close close and that enough. he's kind of... He's one of these, what Bill Simmons calls uni, unicorns. And there's a few of them around the league. And and I think we've seen over the last three or four seasons, every year there's a new one. And, and we'll see. If, again, this time next year, is he, he a, continues Nate, to be that. Is
1: he a unicorn or... or I fucking hate that term. I know. I'm just I saying. I, don't, I, don't I like know. It. Is he a unicorn? Yeah. There, you can't. You can't compare.
2: It's a
0: racist term. It means white player. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> no. No.
2: No. It, mean, it
0: means a special. It means a, a
1: seven foot two white
0: player no, from it, the Balkans.
1: No. Didn't you say somebody else was a was a unicorn the other week? And well, it was Hassan a, Whiteside. Yeah, was and, called a unicorn. Yeah. Team. It's yeah. a unicorn is something that that is is a fantasy figment of your imagination and it's and it's rare and it's fleeting. That's what that means. And so and Jokic
2: is real. Damn it. He's
1: real. He's but, not a unicorn. But, I mean, watching him play. Okay, I just you just he's so fun. You see it and you go, wow, man, that guy can really fucking play.
0: And he's humble as hell. He's like the most humble dude ever.
1: I just I don't think it's I I, I don't think it's going away. Do you think it's just gonna oh he's gonna be back? You know, just not being very good next year.
2: No, he was good last year as a yeah. rookie when they started playing him, and then you see. When you start to see all the nerds, the NBA nerds that love the numbers, they all love this guy. You look at his numbers, they're off the charts. You can't compare him to anybody. It's, no. it's unreal, at his age and his production. Um, and then you have Lee Jenkins, who typically writes about LeBron James, who's the best NBA feature writer in the business, writes a piece on Jokic. You have J.J. Redick on Bill Simmons' podcast this week raving about Jokic raving about him and not just in general
0: in the dfs community i mean just to put it in perspective from a daily fantasy sports perspective last week before the all-star break he finally eclipsed anthony davis the brow in cost on DraftKings, and i was like okay <laughs> now i'm a nuggets fan so my impressions obviously have been quite good this is Beyond a national perspective, this is a gambler's perspective. He is a more valuable player than Anthony fucking davis and when the and when the gamblers are on board then you know it's real and just wait for this
3: guy to start lifting weights over the summer getting all buff he's gonna
1: rock. yeah he's a big white guy
3: they will know he lost like what 20 30 pounds or something like that from last year yeah we saw his me and adam mares were
2: at the summer league game his first one in vegas and he showed talent adam wrote this huge piece afterwards about how you know he's the guy to watch he's this kind of star in the making type player and you could see the talent, but he also had that baby fat on him. So, from the first Summer League game until training camp, he lost like 30 pounds. Jeez. So, he's kind of shed some of that baby fat. And now, like you said, now Scott, he got to get in the weight room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially core strength, leg strength. If he picks that up. That's going to help him tremendously on defense. He
1: could be the best because because think ever. about those guys. Like let's take let's take Le- LeBron James, who's who's been playing kind of nonstop forever. He's been just because the playoffs he's just been playing nonstop. Yeah. How in shape those guys are and how you know how how physically like uh, toned they are. If you're not like that, then you're not you're not going to make it in the long run. Nah. So
3: well, growing up in Chicago, I distinctly remember the time when Michael Jordan started lifting weights, and uh, he was good, but then he was. Great. So that's why I'm going to start that. lifting weights. Well, even yeah, think, yeah. Just think, too. Like, you should. Compare to,
2: Compare Try Jokic. Em. Yeah, they're great. Compare Jokic to one NBA player. Like, who is his comparison? I can't come up with one.
0: I don't know. I mean, like. Like Dirk, uh, isn't Dirk Nik- similar? Nikolai, Nikolai Jokic. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Dirk's kind of similar, but he's like a
3: like a point center. But no, what does Dirk do? Dirk scores, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jokic yeah, passes. He, he passes, yeah. yeah. I, like he's a point center. Is there such a thing as a point center? I think uh, Magic there, Johnson was kind of like now, that, Magic right?
0: Johnson's, right? Johnson's kind of like that. So You know what's crazy to me is that Nurkic was, I mean, a year ago, Nurkic was on the tip of everybody's tongue and he was going to be the man. And for him to be... You know, trade bait at this point. What happened to Nurkic? What
1: happened to Nurkic? Just didn't pan out or attitude? Uh, Nurkic is a
2: very, he had lofty expectations for himself. His favorite player is Kobe. He wants to be a great player. He has a tremendous will to be a great player. But at the same time, when things don't go his way mentally, he just completely checks out. And that's what he did. He was faced with adversity here. Last year, he couldn't get back from the injury. He couldn't get on the court. This year, he starts, they kind of jerk him around, right? Like, he starts uh, until December 15th. They pull him. They don't play him. Like, he just mentally completely checked out. There's,
0: there's they do nothing the same, they could have and done. And they do the same thing to Farid that they do to him, which is one day one day he's the superstar, and the next day he gets no minutes at all. Yeah, It's so you, nuts. And, and, and Malone is kind of a bonkers dude that way.
2: And that's how you can understand why guys like Chandler might be somewhat frustrated with their role, is this whole year is basically trying – they're trying to figure out who they are and what path to find, and they found it finally. It took them until December fifteenth,
0: but they to found a that to thought. a degree they did. But there are still elements where they don't get it. Oh shit! Sure, yeah, and, and there's you know as far as rotations with Harris and uh, and Barton, you never know from one night to the next if Barton's going to be a fifteen minute guy or a thirty five minute guy. Right. It's it's really crazy to me that the experimenting continues week after week, night after night.
2: Yeah, and I don't I don't know if it'll slow down until next year. It's a lot of it's going to ride on what happens in the next 24 hours as well. You know, I mean, are they going to add somebody that's going to make things different? Or are they going to stand? Who, pat? who do you want? Who do you want?
0: Paul George. Yeah, of course. Me too. <laughs> there it is. I
2: I, I, don't, I don't see a minor move for this team that's really going to Paul George would them be sweet.
0: That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, Paul
2: George, Jimmy Butler after that, but
1: yeah, I mean, a minor move is. Nothing. That's
0: I think it that's was Mason lateral. Plumlee, right? What yeah, do you that's, think? Of, that's that's very lateral. What right? would you think about Derek Rose?
2: I mean, I'd bring him here and then buy him out and wave him. I Doesn't don't want
1: Derek Rose have near. no knees. Isn't there his knees all messed up? Oh Isn't yeah, every had? part of him is all yeah. messed up.
3: I'd be more. But concerned. that's
0: that's one of the that's one of the trades that's out there is Rose for Moodyer and, and pieces.
2: I think the the scariest thing about Rose is the mindset and the mentality. The Nuggets have done such a good job of trying to cultivate a good locker room and a good culture.
0: And he's a cocksucker.
2: Rose is the opposite. And Jimmy Butler, there's a lot of debate with him where, you know, people wonder, is he just nuts or is he a good player? Like, is he he crazy? Did he, for some reason, him and Doug McDermott worked out a lot this summer and then Butler's basically killed all of his confidence this season. So it's, you know, it's, it's a tricky thing. And that's, you know, what me and Jeff Morton talked about today on our podcast as well is, you know, how do you how do you find the right guys to put around and how do you start building forward now that you have Jokic? That's that's the toughest question. But you have them, And that's but you what's, have them.
3: that's what's great. And yeah. now if you bring in another guy like Paul George, now you got two guys. And now other people want to come. And uh, then you got something
1: well, yeah, because because if you got guys that know that um, that Jokic is gonna is gonna be passing the ball in a sweet way and they're gonna score a lot, they want they want to be a part of that. I think so. It, it only builds from there. But again, like I said, they making moves just to be making moves. They probably don't need to unless they can
3: get somebody pretty awesome. But otherwise. Ride it out and see, right? Yeah. I mean, but if you can trade like four guys for the one guy that's better than uh, those four uh, guys, absolutely. Oh yeah, Dude, well, absolutely.
0: It's important always, and I've, I've finally begun to learn. And part of this learning came from Denver steps, frankly, it to, how to be a Nuggets fan and and how to place myself in the sphere of NBA fans, so many of whom have no chance of watching their team win a championship now or in the future. <laughs> yeah. And you know, really and you have to be one of the five teams. And until the Nuggets are one of those five teams, we're talking about unless you have two we're superstars. Talking about, Four, three, and, well, and possibly have, four. Well,
3: once you have two, you well, can add the other pieces. Let's
0: let's. Do but you got to start with that,
1: one. That's a fascinating topic. I like to talk about that because it's almost like um uh you know they're they're. The, the nuggets fans have p t s d and they just they don't know what to do if there's success um it, it's been a while, but you like you like you said Nate, earlier it's yeah there there was success there hasn't been any for a while but I do want to talk about that because the um I think that that's something everyone has to relearn too is maybe to have hope again and i think uh little little hope is uh, has never hurt anyone in in the in the nuggets world so a little hope is- it's never hurt anyone. So let's uh, take a quick break. We'll get into the second quarter, and we'll talk some more right after this. In my defense, I never played. So hard for varsity, but
4: I'll score again. Got untouched, not a source of dread. I wanted my own hope to grow through. Still doing.
0: The Rosedale Tavern on the edge of Platt Park at the intersection of Evans and Downing offers a curated whiskey selection, (laughs) craft beer, classic cocktails, elevated tavern fair featuring featuring oysters, smoked and fried wings, and specialty burgers. The Rosedale is open daily and offers happy hour from 3 to 6. That includes $1 oysters along with weekend brunch, on Saturday and Sunday. Pop by, treat yourself, treat a friend, and let them know that the South Stand sent
4: you.
0: Our Caesar salad, French fries, and collard greens, only a few of Emmanuel Sanders' favorite side dishes. <laughs> Was a little more off-season TMZ exposure exactly what John Elway was hoping for? Will Vance Joseph sit down with Emmanuel Sanders and make clear his feelings on infidelity? I hope so. Then will he insist that Sanders break him off a piece of that sweet strange? (laughs) Does Kenneth Fareed keep his Girl Scout cookies in a Ziploc bag because his mom's always crushed the box? or <laughs> his mom's anxious that he may be traded someplace without a quality Subaru technician? Is Wilson Chandler concerned about finding daycare for the neck baby? <laughs> Is it possible that the Nuggets could trade Ali Stern by deadline? Will Tim Connolly be careful not to favor short-term improvement over several more years of unfulfilled promises? Has Mike Malone considered bringing in Larry Eustacey to slap the team around a little bit? Is the Denver Post hosting a beat writer job fair on Saturday at Chucky e. Fucking Cheeses? Now that football is over, will 1043 the fan diversify by adding a brand new morning show with Tyler Columbus and Cecil Fucking Lamy. You have questions? We have answers! Southstandsdenver.com. Colorado Spider General Sports since 1971.
1: I'll be uh, me me your Johnny, Johnny on the spot. Let me always I'll be your Johnny on the spot. Yeah. It's 1997. 1997 jam. The best of 1997. Yeah, we were talking, uh, it's 10 years a since a lot of these, al- uh, 20 years a since a lot of, of these albums were released, and um, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. This, this stuff was in constant rotation. Oh, a very yeah. good year. A lot of good stuff. Right around this time, was a good sweet spot for, for some tunes. Uh, I was talking about the sweet spot. You brought up whiskey, oh, sugar, and last week Reno was pouring that whiskey, and it did. It, it was did, good. It good. It warmed us all up. I think oh, that was sugar. a you called it podcast juice, and I think you're right. It definitely definitely loosened things up a little bit. So I
0: did not feel good at all on Thursday. <laughs> well, you I, drank I did, not yeah, at you, all. I didn't feel very good either.
3: No, it, it, was, it was an issue. It uh, well, if you drink too much
1: whiskey, uh, it will definitely if you got to function. In the next my day, case,
0: if you drink any whiskey.
1: <laughs> Any whiskey. Any whiskey. See, is I too didn't have as whiskey. much. I <laughs> sipped a little bit. I didn't even finish the stuff he gave me, but I had a couple sips and it warmed me up a little bit. Well, but- I
0: had two of those, but that, I mean, that was an inch of whiskey. Yeah. no Tops.
2: Well, I thought Renault was probably hammered when he was talking about it would be better. I don't for know Nuggets if you can get him. I don't know to if <laughs> you can get him
0: hammered. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can get
1: him hammered. Um, yeah, he did say to miss the playoffs, and I thought yeah, it makes I thought, no sense, yeah. right? I
2: mean, if you miss the playoffs, you he, he get wants a that horrible like, draft pick. He wants and that what's less than one percent chance of winning the lot.
1: Yeah, they'll ne- they'll never get that. You might as well go to the playoffs <laughs> and give somebody to to give a shit about. So, and that brings up brings up my next point. Um, how has has Mike Malone softened a little towards the fans who he hated so much for so long? Has he <laughs> softened towards them now that now that they're showing up and cheering on the team? The crowds are better there, right, Nate?
2: Well, I mean, he said he wanted to stay in England and play
1: all his <laughs> yeah. games there. Yeah, so no,
2: he hasn't softened. That would,
1: no, that was that was several weeks ago. When <laughs> yeah, yeah, that when was that game? That was a month or two ago, right? It was, yeah. So and now you know, watching the games, I see a lot lot more fans there. Everyone's very vocal. Everyone's getting behind the team. And it was funny because you know it was like, oh, shocker! Um, they start playing well, and they got somebody to hang their hat on, and oh, people are showing up. I'm I'm blown away, Mike Malone.
0: Well, speaking of somebody to hang your hat on, can I hang my hat on Mike Malone? I mean, give me the give me the skinny there, bro, because I have had my doubts.
2: Well, he's a, a defensive coach that is currently overseeing the worst defensive team <laughs> in the NBA. So, I mean, you start there, and you, you you try to figure out what are his strong points, what are his weak points. His strongest points seem to be relationship-building with players. He's lauded for his relationship with DeMarcus Cousins, who's notorious for... Who's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easiest way to say it. Um, and, you know, what What are Malone's strong points? Is it delegating? No, he's kind of a control freak. He likes to run things himself is it is it rotations has he been good at that well no as we've already
0: discussed the rotations are all over the place took him five weeks to find a starting rotation and it
2: took him a long time to start Jokic at center right and this guy's a superstar so uh what are his strong points i don't know i think we're still trying to although figure that out.
0: in fairness if carl were still here Jokic would be riding the bench still yeah, Carl hated true. young players.
1: <laughs> that's probably true. Now, is it, I'm trying to think of an example, like maybe Patrick Waugh in his first season. Uh, you know, it seemed like everyone complained about alone, He couldn't figure out. And all of a sudden, you know, Jokic is playing well. Did he look into that? Did he just kind of, ah, just go ahead and play him, see what happens? Um, it, it, you don't seem too convinced that he's he's that great. I mean, is, he, is it just kind of everything kind of fell into into, into place for him?
2: Well yeah, I mean, last year he was acknowledging and there's a, a great quote that runs on BSN Nuggets podcast that Harrison Wind had asked where Malone gives this incredible soundbite of I don't know who these young big guys are, you know, I don't know their names, this guy <laughs> this guy in New York, this other guy, but I know Nikola Jokic, like I know him, and so you think last year that he had obviously figured this out, but you have to give him leeway this year because the Nuggets wanted to see I think, from the front office down to the coaches, if Nurkic and Jokic could play together. So I give them some leeway The Twin towers. Right. And now, you know, that didn't work. It was a disaster because of the type of player that Nurkic was, which is he wants to just post up every single damn time. And the Nuggets have found success now by having Jokic play away from the basket and be the facilitator. And, and he pulls the big guy away. All the other pieces on the floor are moving and cutting and – it's beautiful to watch, but the most beautiful thing is the lane's not clogged with anybody. So you're able to flow free and get easy buckets. Harris, Moutier, Wilson, Gallo, anybody that cuts is going to get an easy bucket. Um, so you got to give him a long credit for figuring some of that stuff out. Uh, he, he definitely did help with the culture change the Nuggets have right now. The team seems you know pretty close, although it was kind of odd hearing players say that the most time they spent around each other and the most that they really clicked was on that trip to England. You know, you're thinking. Well, I thought the team was closer than that. You know, and
1: seems like a long time to to wait before they suddenly started bonded. hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And there's, I mean, with every team, there's going to be small clicks. We've seen it for years with the Nuggets. There's little clicks within the the locker room, and that's always going to happen. I mean, it happens everywhere. So, is Malone the the next great coach? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be the guy that's going to take these guys where they ultimately need to go. But I, I do think he's been good in, you know, kind of correcting the culture that the team has had and, and getting them back and focused on basketball.
0: I was so excited when I heard about his lengthy uh, NBA background and his in his father's background and just this family tradition in basketball. And, and I, I I felt convinced when I heard the pitch. That this was the the guy, but two years later, I'm not I'm not so sure. And 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 yeah, I see some rotational things that make me want to throw a rock at my TV. The thing that makes me look, late, late, especially in the fourth quarter. And the thing that you know we can does not matter how much success a player has had in a game at all in Malone's eye in the in eyes in the fourth.
2: And the crazy thing is, is he he preaches that he. Play, he rides hot hands, but he doesn't. And he plays he does the wrong the guys. guys. Fucking he, he leaves guys wow. in too long. Okay.
1: now this is a coach's thing because watching the Broncos, you know, in the past and two in years,
0: basketball, it matters.
1: It matters. But you know, everyone was like, you know, when 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 Ronnie Hillman was still on the team, it was always, why are you still running the ball with Ronnie Hillman? I hated Ronnie and, Hillman, and, and it just it was <laughs> baffling. And everyone, and everyone across Twitter, you'd see why, 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 why. Coaches seem to have that like almost those blinders where they just don't see you know like w- what everyone else is seeing. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. Um, but it, is it with him? Is it just that he's probably a decent coach? And then if he gets all of a sudden the right players, it's just going to click, and he can be like, okay, and I'm going to ride this wave type thing. I and mean, it could be.
2: We'll see. I, I thought it was it was also very telling that all of the assistants last year basically left. Mm. Ed Pinkney, D Brown. I mean, you had a. a, a Chris Finch, I might get that name wrong. Chris something went to the Nets, another guy that they brought over from Germany. He was the coach of the Na- German national team. A lot of these guys left, and you wonder, well, they were only here for one year. Why did they leave? And we don't really have any answers for that. Nobody's really dug too deep into it. So there's there's something weird there where all of your assistants flee after one season. Uh, so I don't know. I don't. I don't exactly know what to think of Malone. And well, is he going to get it? I don't know.
1: Well, I just think that <laughs> if you look at this, if you look at the successful NBA teams, as Colin you pointed out, there's five of them that that are, that are only ones that can compete. They have their good players, and they have a dude who basically kind of says, "Hey guys, what do you you know what do you want to do?" Not, not, in, the, <laughs> not in the case of Popovich. <laughs> no, no, I do mean, But it, the rest it, of them,
0: you do. You do see you know a lot of a lot of management of minutes and a lot of management of players and and egos that's very important in a coach in the NBA. And I, I think coaching is underrated in the NBA, frankly. Um, I think it's overrated somewhat,
2: too. I mean, I think it goes both ways. It can be oh, underrated. If you, have
0: a, if you have a big-time alpha male like LeBron James, your head coach is decapitated. He, he's meaningless. But in the case of a team like the Nuggets, I think it, it, on that growth curve, coaching is everything but you that also get very the, the important.
2: phil jackson argument of he's the guy that was able to convince jordan to you know share the ball for three quarters and he would, did the same thing with kobe so you know there's that argument too right the
3: zen master, yeah. the zen master. imagine how good Jokic would be in the triangle <laughs>
2: oh
3: <laughs> Man. how are we doing Maybe. on time
0: how are we well, doing on time john we're, we're,
1: I, we're getting ready to get I, into the second I half i want to save the nba Okay, save, save. Oh, yeah, you want to save the NBA. I want to save the NBA. You actually want to save the the, the lead, not the save it for later. I have the plan. Well, that might take a little while. So okay. why don't why don't we back off on that real quick? Okay. Um, but you know, what? Just real fast, real fast. You know, you being around it, Nate what is the what is the 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 diehards i and they all seem to be kind of like you know oh yeah this is this is it you know we're we're ready to we're ready to invest in this um you know in in the stadium um now obviously they're 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 there to support and show mike mike malone that they're that they're not fairweather fans um is the general not fairweather fans they're they're golden state warriors fans (laughs) that's that too (laughs) Well, just real quick, like is the That's is true. the is the general mood like you know what this is it we're now we're, we're finally back on the right path and we're 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 going to the promised land eventually um, or is it cautious optimism?
2: Uh, it's probably some cautious optimism right now, right? Like you you have that game where you crush the Warriors and then you come out the next
0: night and you lose to lose the to the Timberwolves, right? yeah. <laughs>
2: So there, I, think I was so
0: fucking mad. Yeah. That game pissed me off.
2: There's got to be at some point there's got to be some some you know some show me stuff, right? Like if the Nuggets get back in the playoffs, cool, but George Carl took them there a lot. they are going to get swept. And they're going to get swept or you're going to, you know, gentleman sweep maybe 5 games, right? So at some point a this gentleman team's gonna,
0: sweep. I've never heard that term before. <laughs> really?
2: A gentleman sweep. A gentleman sweep, 5 yeah. games. Yeah, you get one. Uh but <laughs> you don't get blown out. You get one. Yeah, that's you, you know. know you get one.
1: It's like I will give you one, you know. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I don't know. I I think that uh, at some point, if, if fans are really going to get behind this team, it's got to be because they're at one of the top seeds in the West and they're getting past the first round. Sure, you got to You got to get past there. You know, come on.
1: And that's and that's a few years down the road if we're if we're being honest. But
2: and that's the scary thing. The scary proposition about trading for a guy like Paul George or Jimmy Butler, who are both twenty six. It's like. Are you really going to win a title in the next three or four years sure. with one of those guys? Well, not just them.
3: Then then it's who else can we get in here, right? Because yeah. uh, the Nuggets have what, the third lowest payroll in the NBA? They have room. They can bring people in at that point. Lots so. of
2: room. That's You're what free you... up
3: more room. The highest paid players are free agent. Uh,
2: Daniil Gallinari, 15 you know the, million.
3: You know the three lowest uh, payrolls in the NBA are Brooklyn? Are they good? Terrible. No. Terrible. Philadelphia.
0: Awesome. They're going to be awesome. I love the <laughs> Sixers the right now. No, no, no. The, the Sixers are going to if, be really good, really, really, well, really good. If they well, can keep and beat on
2: the
1: floor, they'll be good. The in, and this is like with and you bring this up. When I do want to talk a little avalanche uh, in the in the next uh, in the next half. But the the talking about down the road and if and teams the teams probably know it, but they don't. They'll never admit it publicly. But they're like, look, we know we're not winning anything here in the next few years bringing somebody in who might be too old at that point or keeping people around who are like, this guy's not going to benefit us. We're not going to win it with this guy. So why don't we move him?" I hate that. And how they won't, they won't move people. And I'm not saying the nuggets. I'm saying some of the other teams, they won't move anybody because like, Oh, we can't move them. It's like, you're not going to win anything. Move him now, and then maybe when when you hit that moment, you can. Because he's not going to do you any good three years down the road. On
0: the other hand, to hit that moment, you have to have that veteran who's been with the team a long time. Absolutely, I really believe that. But I bring and up that's I where always, the Nuggets don't bring have. Up, they don't have that.
1: I always bring up Adrian Peterson and they should have traded him years ago and they they sat on him they sat on him and now he's gone probably somewhere else after this year. Anyway, they could have traded him at at you know when they they looked at it and said, "You know what? He's really good and he can probably win some rushing titles, but we're not going to get a sniff of the of the Super Bowl. We might as well move him and re, and rebuild with it." It's not popular, but I just don't see why they why they sit on people all the time. I think
2: one of the best examples of that is uh the Golden State Warriors. They had their leading scorer their best player, Monta Ellis, and they shipped him out for Andrew Bogut, and things took off right after that. Yep, and they did that early on to just to pave the way for Stephen Clay.
1: That's a that's a that's a shining example and pave I the more... way for Stephen Clay. Absolutely. Let's get into the second half. We got we got a lot Man, to talk about. Are moving, yeah, moving around right along. It's I'm gonna stuff. fix
0: the fucking NBA. And he's gonna fix the I NBA. I swear folks. to God, you guys are gonna be
1: blown away. Oh, yeah, that's great. Blown away. He, he fixed immigration a couple weeks ago. He's oh, that, fixing the NBA that tonight. That failed. That was a total fail. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we well, re- re- rework that one. We'll see. So let's take a quick break and get back into the second half right now.
0: Sports, Scott! Sports! You need sports? (laughs)
1: Uh, yes, there's been there's there's been some news and uh, well shit you're gonna listen to this not probably. news yeah,
3: you, you, rumors, you already know. Rumors,
0: rumors rumors
1: rumors of war rumors. Um, let me just say well go ahead say what say what it is Nate tell us tell us what you just read well Woj's Facebook live show that the vertical
2: you're is you're talking dead.
0: about Adrian Wojtenski yes right the NBA guru. Is that how you pronounce it Wojnowski?
2: call me the the Adam Schefter of the NBA
0: yeah, he's good man he's I think real he's good. better honestly. Yeah, he's killing I mean, Adam Schefter has to compete with, compete with Jake Laser and the other dudes. You know, not this
2: yeah, it's like Mark Stein versus Woj. But yeah, Woj is saying on his Facebook live show that Denver could get involved in Jimmy Butler and Paul George talks, which is oh. Paul George. which is a no-brainer. And then Woj also saying that Denver could get a deal done perhaps tomorrow. That is awesome. A big
1: deal. Let me just tell you. Well, it I isn't I, tomorrow. It's tomorrow or never, I'm right? I'm staying up all night. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, oh, yeah, tomorrow, the deadline's at like 3 o'clock or something, right? Probably 1 yeah. o'clock here. Let me just say, work. I love I love trade deadlines. Now, the NFL doesn't really have that. That's yeah. not a big thing. But the NHL and the NBA have trade deadlines that are exciting as hell. And uh, what's, what's weird is the NHL is like they had their all-star break before the NBA, and their trade deadline is after the NBA's. Anyway, but it is exciting, and I love it. And not just when it affects it's – great, it's great when our, our teams here in Denver are involved. They haven't been involved in a long time. Um, that's fantastic. But just overall, it's always great drama just when people, oh, so-and-so went to this team and so And I love that stuff. It's so good. And we
2: watched, uh, myself and Jeff Morton were about to record a podcast with Tim Connolly um, right as the Nuggets. Do, do you
0: let him pee next to you? I'm just curious. I'm- of course. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we uh, we were about to record a podcast with him, but he was in the middle of negotiating that Timothy Moskoff trade. Oh wow! So we were watching him texting, and then he was like, ah, "I gotta leave." It. He'd leave the room to go talk, and came back, and then the deal was like
1: done. Does he, he have like, like a red bat phone that he goes out like Commissioner Gordon had in the original Batman, um, and he goes and picks it up? And oh yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, he's got the red phone. That's great. <laughs> I love that. But it was it was cool because it was like,
2: oh shit, we're watching a real live NBA trade go down like right before our eyes. Like, was, that's
1: very cool. Uh, Travis Heath was like. Like he said, he always says that he's been involved. He's been in the rooms, like when he worked for teams. He said he he's been behind the scenes on that. And I bet that's fascinating. It'd be yeah. it'd be really cool just to like you know watch what goes on. Yeah, Travis Heath is a cool mofo. man. He is cool. Yeah, yeah he's a good doctor, man. He was like the
2: first reporter I met in Denver when I was at a Nuggets game. I was introduced to him. He was wearing a blazer, a Tupac shirt, had chains on, and his dreads. I was like, "This guy's a bad one." <laughs> he's awesome.
0: <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, I love this time of year. Hey, uh, uh, real quick, what will what will Jeffrey Morton do if Gallo gets traded?
4: Mm. Uh,
0: that's what I'm curious I'm I, as a friend as a as a mutual <laughs> friend of his we are concerned how, should we prepare some kind of mutual intervention should we Take should we together. all get together and, Just be and there, surround fam. him with love and yeah.
1: bring him a casserole be there for him. Exactly. Why don't we? We
2: should take him to a bathhouse. You guys know. <laughs> <our> clothes,
1: right? <laughs> we do well, know that's about a that. Good idea, right. Nate. That's that is Nate. That's a great idea. Jeff think, has
2: been trying to like. I think he's been secretly trying to mentally prep for it because anytime you ask him about Gallo this year, he's like, "Well, he's he's slowed down. You know, he's." I think
1: he's he has too. I think his love for Gallo has kind of has kind of waned, and I think uh, I think he saw the writing on the wall. I don't think that's possible. I think it's. I think uh, I, I. Well, not not his love for him. We know that's that's always uh, uh, you know uh, at a huge a, a, a very high height. Um, i just talking about his his basket. He knows basketball wise. He's probably not long for this world, and he's probably like you say. He's probably mentally prepared himself for it. Now, now in the heart, it might be a different story.
2: You can see like a, when, when he starts talking about a certain guy though on the team, a young rookie. There's a little twinkle in his eye. A
1: little twinkle. Whenever uh-huh. you talk
2: about Juancho Hernan Gomez, <laughs> oh,
1: nice.
0: yeah. So
2: we need the
3: Spaniard to replace
0: a, the Italian. He's so a Juancho makes man. Sense. Yeah, makes he's a sense. he's a Juancho man. We need a Frenchman. Is what we need. That would that would take care well, of it. Farid,
3: Farid was French. That, not not Farid. Um, uh, what's his name? Joffrey Laverne. Shoot, Joffrey Fournier. Fournier. went to Orlando. Yeah. I meant to say Fournier. I just hate
1: this, and I just think be be on alert. Be on alert. So if it happens, um, like I said, prepare a casserole. Um, bring some fresh juices. And, uh, you know, just be there for them, okay? Just show up. Be like, hey, man, I, I'm here. And, you know, Let's watch some TV together. Let's hang out. Just, just, just be on alert for it, okay? Yeah. Are you
0: guys ready for me? Speaking of alert, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Major sports take alert right okay. here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you ready to fix the fucking NBA once and for all? I I guess. What's ground wrong with up? it? Nate, Were is there anything wrong up? with it that he needs to fix? Or oh, you, yeah. There's, like, a oh, lot, there's, there's, there's a lot, a lot of holes that people <laughs> can There's can a lot wrong with it. Um, we can start with the fact that the same teams win the championship every year, and we can take it from there. But uh, here's my idea to fix the NBA, and I'm really proud of this. So I'm interested to hear from all of you. NBA fans out there, but most of all, Mr. Nate Timmons. Here's my idea. Oh, God. Expand the rosters to 20. Okay? No more 15. Affiliate each NBA team with a D-League affiliate in a nearby city. So, like the Colorado Springs team, whatever. Kind of like the Rockies and the their farm teams. And restrict every player to a 30 minute cap. So, Ooh. now I'm your I'm the head coach of a team. I have five more players than I used to have. I have to manage more players, fewer minutes. Therefore, breaking down the superstar barrier, opening the opportunity for better coaches who manage minutes better. Are you saying you're going to take
1: LeBron James off the floor? Yes.
0: <laughs> Oh, All right, Well, on.
2: Colin's trying to drive down yes. the price of labor. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thirty minutes now. No, believe me, every team still has their stars, and those are the guys that play the full thirty minutes. There's forty eight minutes in, in in a game, right? They only have to sit ten versus their normal workload. <clears throat> and you open the floor to more D league players. You open the you open the league to uh, to a greater number of players and more coaching strategy and you lessen the impact of superstars on the top 5 teams and you make it a you bring in more parity by adding 5 players to the roster and limiting player minutes to 30.
3: I say that the opposing team gets to pick a player on the other team to which player wears ankle weights? Ooh, there you that's go. That's right? a good one. Well, then, then, then they'll just train with ankle weights on. LeBron ch- trains
1: with ankle know. weights. I don't
3: know. And then one player has to play with one arm behind. Their hold back. on. Here's, and Demarcus Cousins
1: listen, would
0: use the ankle weights to kick you in the this,
1: ball. This, this is this is a great plan. No one would ever implement this because it's bonkers. Okay, no, but let, hold on, let wait, me wait, ask, no, wait, No, no let what, me, let, wait, let
0: me, say this real what quick. does Nate thinking? Let about me say it?
1: this real quick. You, you have this assertion that there's only certain teams that win the title. That's fine. I get that. But that list is growing because 20 years ago was the, were the Spurs on that list? Um, was the Cavaliers on that list? Yeah,
3: Cavaliers won for the first time last year.
1: The first time. They uh, weren't Warriors. anything until they got LeBron James. They, the, the Spurs weren't anything until Tim Duncan got there. And then all of a sudden, boom, they started winning. Those teams were not part of the Lakers, Celtics, Knicks, all the, the usual people that win. The the, the people the, the teams that have only won the title, there's like a, a select list, right? That list is growing. So my argument is it's possible that more teams can get added to it. You see what I mean? And you have to get lucky
0: in the draft, True. like the Nuggets did with Jokic. I'm just saying build around it. I'm, I'm saying reduce the value of the megastar. I gotcha. I'm just saying. On every team and and make it more of a team environment. Get rid of some of the courtside seats, five of them, and make room for more people on the bench. <laughs> I mean, what, what, do you, what do you think, Nate?
2: That's like saying that uh, you know, the Broncos can only play Demarius Thomas like 50 snaps right yeah
0: like you can't you can't limit what a player's that's a 53 man roster bro (laughs) you don't have that problem (laughs) and we're talking (laughs) for the 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 nba teams very they got like 13 to 15 players you're like make it 20
2: if your job is 20 not not that much let's say you're like a truck driver right like there's a cap on how much you're allowed to drive during a given week like c dot regulates that correct so you're trying to regulate how many minutes a guy can play
1: to benefit his health, right? No.
2: No, you're doing <laughs> it to make more, to make more, no, he more threw you stars. A you're supposed to
1: say, yeah. No, nah. I know why you're doing it. I know why you're doing it, but you're saying... Uh, take the stars off the floor so they're not playing as much get rid of courtside seats it's the same thing as saying oh why don't you shorten the season they'd be like are you crazy we don't want to take away games we make this much money you take that away we'll make less money they'll never do it because it's going to make them less money Although it they would make
3: it a better league
0: I agree but there, there, make it a better there's
3: different ways to do it though you can make the court bigger you can increase the minutes, right? Oh, they can have rockets. <laughs> add <laughs> or,
0: or, add and, two guys and, to
3: each team while that get to play at the same time. And, and here's uh, what I've been arguing forever, and I even mentioned it to Nate earlier. During the playoffs, instead of a seven-game series taking like three weeks, no, make it ten days, period. So uh, game one is on Monday. Game two is on Tuesday. Game three is on Wednesday. and uh, Those, those snow guys, snowflakes can't keep that. Like, well, that's right. And then, you, then you have to have rotate more people in because they can't play
1: all 48 minutes. Now, there you go. That's that's a good idea. If they're playing more games consecutively, then they have to give their stars more rest. They're going to have to rotate more people in. That might be a way to why do, do it. You,
2: why do you play back-to-back games in the regular season and not in the playoffs? Yeah. It, What's it's, the point? It, and it, give it, me a back to back in the playoffs.
3: It favors the stars, so it favors the teams that have like three, four, five. They, they don't have deep benches. You don't have to have a deep bench to win the NBA championship. Oh at, yeah,
0: all. look at that. I mean, right now, look at the uh, at the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they're the benches. They have no bench.
2: But I know, I know. Still, you, you do have some points there. The NBA is under this new CBA going to expand rosters, and they're going to allow some flexing between. And you called it the D-League, you got to get with the times. It's now the Gatorade League. So oh, it's, yeah. it's sorry. The, it's yeah. the G-League. The G-League, G yeah. Man. Yeah. So the, you are going to be able to flex guys down uh, uh, easier and, and give more guys like Malik Beasley's playing with Sioux Falls right now. So you're going to be able to have you know him go up and down. And the weird thing there is you make your G-League salary when you're there, and then you make your Nugget salary with, you with the big team. So there is going to be some more expanding of rosters and, and some of that. But I don't know. I think you're on to a little bit of a something with – I it. like
1: the concept. I think the execution, and, and and I think that's anti-American. Is forcing people to not you, you oh you can't work you well, can as soon as
2: you, as soon as you tell LeBron he's only allowed to play thirty games and his impact is thirty minutes a game thirty yeah okay thirty minutes a game
1: thirty of forty eight what's his then usual what's his usual time on the court
3: forty like forty four yeah. he's most of the t- forty of, of forty eight yeah.
1: and he shouldn't be playing
3: that in much, the playoffs right? so play and he should not be all playing forty eight. If he needs to see, that's why George Carl was never successful. Because during the regular season, in the playoffs, I'm talking during the regular season, the Nuggets can run a team up and down off the court. They're coming off a uh, b- uh, back-to-back game, but in the playoffs, it never happened because everyone was rested for two to three days between games. Yeah, yeah, and I that's
1: think it. that's I think that's the main thing. We got to get into the third quarter already. Uh, you know, you're, I you're flo- you I know you you floated your idea. It floated like a butterfly, and then it just it just somebody just Expanded had a flamethrower to it. Thirty-minute cap per superstar. Seven-game
2: series. Get them done in ten days. I like it.
1: Shorten the season. Or at least two weeks. Shorten the season, or at least extend it into the summer. Peter Burns' idea. Started at Christmas. Extended it into the summer. I think that's the way to go with the with the NBA. But hey, that's why we're here. And those guys are the NBA thinking guys, whatever they are. Let's get into the fourth. Let's get into the fourth quarter right now.
4: Joe, we blow, cruise beach, shift slow. Fly a sword to that I never saw you. Never Two people see me green and I need a lawyer. You're a fool, a fourth road, can't reload. I'm moving travel, hurt my knee on gravel. Oh man, so I'm seeing object. Water, uh, i see an object. i see an object. I'm seeing objects. 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 Water, uh, See an, See an object. Two years ago, a friend of
1: mine asked me to kick some elevated Are you are you talking about Are you talking stopped. about in our fantasy league or Oh no. No, I, no, no. I got I got my phone
2: set up for texts from Woj and Stein and Dempsey. Those are the only three that are gonna All break right, any shit.
0: We're rolling. Nice. Do it up. <coughs> Sportique is where scooters come from, and now is the time to visit Sportique's brand new superstore at 160 South Broadway. Take a test ride. Try the Gen Z all-electric 50cc equivalent scooter. Bike lane legal people lock it at a bike rack. No license plates needed. No motorcycle endorsement. Discover freedom. Discover freedom. Scooters discover Sportique. Where scooters come from?
1: sounds like Unrest guitar. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. um, good stuff. 97?
3: You know, it's got to be right around there. It might be a little earlier yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, know. Uh, um, Mark Robinson from Unrest follows me on Instagram. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, know, I know, Nice. How exciting is that's that? That's good.
1: Yeah. Um, are the Hot 97s a real band? Hot 97s? Yeah. The Old 97s are a band.
2: I just remember that uh, band from the movie The Breakup
1: with Vince Vaughn. Oh, I don't know about the Hot 97s. Old 97s. Old it's 97s are uh, kind of a
3: twangy, uh, alt-country con- uh, Yeah, build. kind
1: of like a, a really kind of cool alt-country band. That's mm. probably
3: who they were talking about.
1: Are they country?
2: I have no idea. Just yeah, they're
1: band. really good. Um, they're still kicking, I think, so... Um, yeah, good stuff. You know, we're trying to trying to keep on top of the the trade stuff. You guys probably already know if you're listening to this uh, after we record it. Speaking of trade, I'm trying to make a trade with Colin in our fantasy hockey league, and he's dragging his feet. Well,
0: it's not that I'm dragging my feet; it's just that I I know ultimately that uh, that you are going to be a you know a contender for a title. I'm probably not. I. I but uh you know, I want to make a, a You're in minor the playoffs. You're
1: in the playoffs. Right now I am. Yeah. Right
0: now I am. Yeah. I mean I'm, you, you need know. goalie help. I'm but it, sending it, it, but it's important to note that the the player on my side of the equation involved in the potential trade is Connor McDavid. Yeah, yes. Who is. is singular in his in well, his superiority at the moment. Let me just but, put uh, let me
1: just tell you. This morning, um when Ryan Bolden pulled off a trade with uh, with a team with that,
0: with uh, with 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 Lauren Gardner. With Lauren, with Gardner, Lauren see, Gardner.
1: Lauren Gardner hasn't paid attention in weeks.
0: No, and she's like, "Sure, Ryan, whatever." And
1: I said, "Well, here's here okay, let me give you a background though. See, what I said was is uh, I, was top- I looked
0: at that trade after you mentioned it. And I was like, Oh, come
1: on. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. It's total bullshit. But I said, I said, you know, I said to him today, I was like... I was like, Oh great. You mean great. finally got your trade dude. Cause he was complaining to me earlier that he had thrown out some trade offers to her and she didn't respond. I threw one out to her a couple weeks ago. She, she, she did the deal. So I made a deal and I said, Oh, you got your trade with the non-competitive team. He's like, yeah, well she wasn't competitive when you made your trade. And I said, well, touche buddy, <laughs> touche. I guess everyone's getting rich. So, um, I think fantasy trades and real
2: professional sports trades have some similarities. They do. Oh I think. sure. Oh yeah. They definitely they certainly should.
1: Cause, cause we've been, We've been kind of going back and forth on this today, and uh, you know, imagine it's like what two GMs are like, you know, yeah. matching wits trying to trying to get maximum uh, yeah. value. Thanks
2: for, <laughs>
0: thanks for the praise, but uh,
2: and then you got to try to scare Colin by like feeding them, you might have something with another team. Right? Oh, I didn't do like, that, like the Nuggets oh, did with Jalil Okafor.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, I do that shit. Yeah. I, I, I always do that. Well, you gotta let me know soon because I got something else cooking. Yeah, but here's the thing: he knows
1: I don't because the only pe- the only people I know in this league are him and Ryan Bolden, and
0: and I'm not trading Dude, with that him. That smoking hot Alexis girl is in that league. She's in there too. She yeah. is awesome. It, he's got. A she lot is of- not only smoking hot, but she is. A fucking professional as shit. So on her game. You know, she took over that this Alexis gal. She took the in studio in arena hostess for the Avalanche games Alexis at Perry. Pepsi Center. Yep, that's her. Alexis. She's in, the, she's in the league. She also took over um for Robin Carlin on the Denver yeah, Plus right. thing. Yep, yep. Um and and uh, that's really cool. She does a great job with that. I think she should have Ali Sturm's job. Yeah, I know you. Did think she wreck Like when we'd go. Stern to- blows, right? It, 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 is it just me? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't work for altitude. I don't. She's she's got a ways to
2: go. She's young. <laughs> she's, she's got a ways go to go. She's a
0: diplomat. You know, she's young. Just
2: like the Nuggets, she's got uh, you know some
1: holes in her game, but she can fill it up. I agree. I agree with you, Nate. I think I think she she does a fine job. She'll she'll she does all right. I think the holes in her game are the reason she got hired in the first place. Stop. Um, speaking of people switching jobs, uh, you mentioned Chris Dempsey earlier. Chris Dempsey is going now to altitude. work for Altitude. Altitude Demp- guy. Chris Dempsey, now, uh, I only met him the one time. You, sexy, you so and I, sexy. Yeah, yeah. handsome. Yeah. You and I met him up at CSU. We went to see CSU yeah. play, and Renault introduced us to him, and a uh, handsome as hell. Python. And oh, yeah, very, very fit. Let's just yes. say that. And uh, he's, he's awesome. He does a great job, and uh, that's great that he's, that he's doing that for Altitude now. So I
2: think, uh, uh, Dempsey probably wouldn't want me to totally tell this story. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he would or not. But the first time I met Dempsey was uh, when I was living downtown, and me and my buddies used to go out and party all the time. And I was on the street walking home from the bars just hammered. And I see Dempsey, and I recognize him, and he's outside of uh, one of those meat wagons, you know, like ordering a sandwich or something yeah, like a, 2 a.m. Yeah, off yeah. the street. And I see Dempsey, and I just go up to him, and I'm like – Bro, you're you know gushing, just blowing smoke out. You're like you're such a good rider. Blah 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 blah. And he's probably like, who the hell is this guy? And lo and behold, I end up spending tons of time with him over the last couple of years. I love Dempsey, man. He's great.
1: Does he remember <laughs> this encounter? And he was like, oh man, I thought no, I, was, I, I, was, was, so. I was getting ready to call the I police. I think Dempsey
2: had a had a good night out. Himself he had a good there, night. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh,
1: I just if I was like a if I was like a writer and someone like recognized me, you know, and was like you know gushing over me, I think that'd be. That'd be pretty awesome. I think you yeah, feel I think right? you feel pretty good about that.
2: But the cool thing about Dempsey is he's, he's such a basketball nerd, you know, and he loves the game so much. And when you get a guy that the Nuggets had beat riders throughout the years and I shadowed a guy. Ben that was, Ben
0: Hogman was one. And
2: H- Hawkman was he was good too. He was you know he's a baseball guy. He's not as big yeah as he a got kind of put there. Yeah, and and with Dempsey, I, I think you're lucky when you are in a town where your beat reporters love the sport they're covering. Absolutely. And, and Dempsey, I think you know him going to altitude now. I'm like shit. They should put him all over TV. Oh like, yeah, he's great.
1: He's handsome as hell, and like yeah, I he's said. Handsome.
2: You got to put him in the studio. Like, oh yeah. You know he kill Why is Bill Hanslick? The studio expert. I don't know. He was a bad player. He was eleven and seventy-one as a Fantastic head coach. Fantastic
0: coach, though. Fantastic. <laughs>
2: the worst coach in franchise history, and he's our studio expert. This for altitude.
1: Is, you know, this is a good point, Nate. I think I think you've hit on something. I think that uh, well, you might he's see. He's got some a things. great mustache. I don't know though. Now you've seen with Altitude, you know, uh, Vic has a has a larger role. He's uh, he's on there. Vic's a lot doing more. good. Yeah, they they're they're doing a good job with all that.
2: And Altitude's suffering. Their ratings, I think, were down. Thirty-eight percent from last year. When that's because the, the Avalanche
1: toilet. are fucking awful. That's the main reason why the Nuggets' ratings have to be up. The Avalanche probably dragged it all down, right? Uh, no, I think they're both just down. Yeah, that's that's odd. I thought I think the Nuggets have now probably creeped back up, but
2: I, I think the Nuggets could do a lot more with the out like the altitude people could do more to make that a better broadcast and a better experience for well
1: people. i in i think we've talked about this in the past if they had and maybe they do i am just not aware of it if they had actually like a show that you knew that you know once the nuggets games over you know they do the they did the post game and all that but i want like a show i want like a sports center like the, like you used yeah. to set your watch by sports center right, right. and now i i don't watch espn i have no idea if any of that stuff's on anymore Altitude should do something like that, too, where it's like, hey, games over uh, avalanche or nuggets. And it's like, boom, you got a show on and you got people talking. They can talk about that. Then they have the players. They have the people interviewing them. They should have something more kind of that you can you can kind of depend on. I think that would work well.
2: Do you see too much of Hastings and Marla already, or would you want – like I, I would kind of want Hastings involved in that type of show. I love, I love Hastings. I think
1: he's great, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Hastings is always – Bring them all in, man. Hey, Bring them in is. and talk to them. But
1: I was going to say, you know, the Avalanche um, the Avalanche are terrible, and I think their ratings went way down. I read that, and it's it's no wonder they're terrible. I still watch them, but, God, it's awful to watch. Um, and that must really kind of like it, – it must be like the um, – like the years of the rockies going to the tank early and uh you know the the root ratings must just be awful at one point because people are just like i'm not watching that and shit they got,
0: the roots got nothing no got nothing no. else yeah I right? <laughs> would you like, ever watch that They got like the weird poker tournaments and no. and bass fishing that's what know.
2: always makes me mad about altitude is i'll be cruising through there and they'll have like i don't know a dog show on or something and yeah I'm like why do i not have like some nuggets? Content. Why don't you, you know? have why don't you have some why don't
1: you have some young fresh faces like these guys on there talking? Why don't we have tweep of the week, baby? Oh we
0: got that going? Alright, let's do it. Oh yeah. Our tweep of the week is a, a repeat offender. Mr. Hand at Mr. Hand underscore man. Sometimes I think about taking a bunch of marijuana and ending it all. But then I log into Twitter and my heart fills with love. I'm an alpha babe sexer, and weak accounts can't handle it. Might, might hit Chuck E. Cheese and pick up a bitch. Boxing is the sport of gentlemen. MMA is for poor people. Pound Town population, you and me, babe. I lost all my limbs in Nam. The least you can do is post your gazangas. Go get your life alert, Grandma. It's time to fuck. <laughs> Any hot Asian teens looking to get their DMs nagasaki
1: This couldn't be on altitude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if trannies were really women like they say, I'd have 40 kids. Overweight single mother mothers with smokers coughs ignoring my DMS need to respect me You think I had bought these you'd think I would have bought these high-powered binoculars if I didn't love you, bitch I'm gonna learn how to ride an elephant so I can trample Trannies to death Oh, Mr. Hand, you're so funny Can't even watch TV anymore without feeling like some pole smoking liberal is going to stick their dick in my ass <laughs> Tweet of the week at mr underscore hand wow good, good, good times always good times
1: i changed my mind people at altitude you don't want you don't want to put this on <laughs> sorry Sorry, I haven't suggested it. Is that your secondary Twitter handle, Colin? <laughs> yes.
0: No, that would be Joey Applebutter, who's not been very active lately. But uh,
1: oh, he's active. He's sexually active. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he's just not he's active busy. on Twitter. He's,
0: he's been a little busy. Yeah. And besides, you you don't want to know what it takes to get a smartphone in there. Oh. Mm. Yeah.
1: No, I don't either. <laughs> um, good stuff. Let's uh, box C. We can uh, we can wrap it up. But I I I. I just want, and I like to get impressions. You want,
0: you want Jay Cutler. Do You want Jay Cutler. <laughs> Jay Jay,
1: yeah. You know, it was funny that you know Jay Cutler. It was um, there was there was a thing where just you know some like I, I say bloggers, and I don't mean it in the in the derogatory sense, like some assholes in right. town. But some bloggers were like, you yeah, know, maybe they should take a look at Jay well, Cutler. You know, you never. Even and I think they were just doing it because it's like they just had the thought and they went, oh, maybe I just write about
3: it. That's cool. That's understandable. Maybe they're not old enough to remember, John.
0: They should be. They should be. And oh, Vic Lombardi did it on Twitter. He's yeah, like, Vic did. What do, do you yeah. think, Broncos? Fans? But like that's that's
1: that's absurd. That's absurd. That's <laughs> that's almost re- as absurd as, as retiring Carmelo Anthony's number, which will be done over my dead body. Okay, <laughs> and, done
2: over Nicole Jokic's body. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Jokic, yeah, his Jokic his like he's, he's, nah, dude. Yeah, he's like. It's they're going to
1: retire my <laughs> yeah. fifteen. That's so, right. um, and I, I thought about that. People were talking about like Car. Oh, maybe they can get Carmelo, and it was like, why would you even entertain that uh, fucking asshole uh, coming back? Yeah. There's no way. That's just not that 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 ship. Has, we were has
3: sailed. so thankful to get rid of both of those guys. Absolutely, we don't want them back.
0: Yet, I will. To this day, I have never been as excited, and I include Peyton Manning in this conversation. I have never been as excited about a player coming to Denver as I was when Carmelo Anthony was drafted by the Nuggets. I lost my shit. I logged on to fucking eBay and paid $200 (laughs) for a pair of Carmelo Anthony 15s. And I was all in, baby.
3: Oh, yeah, man. He single-handedly put Syracuse on his back and And won a championship. And And we thought
1: it was going to happen here. We thought it was going to happen here. They had sustained success with Carmelo. But yeah. obviously, that was you know that was only based on oh, him. Carmelo
2: Chauncey. Oh God. Do you guys remember the caramello bar that came out that King Super yeah, sold? Yeah, that yeah. That thing
0: sucked. Did you guys try
2: it? <laughs> no.
1: It was not. No. good. I think I tried it. It wasn't very good. Oh, you know what I tried better.
0: this week? Speaking of which, I tried the naked chicken chalupa. Oh, have you tried no, one yet? Of course not. It's not bad. Is this the fried <laughs> it's chicken, chicken, shell? It's yeah. a chicken shell? Yeah, chicken shell. How are they making those things? It's 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 kind of like a. <laughs> they must have a like a punch. Where they like punch out the shape of it, but it's actually chicken breast meat, and it's, yeah, and is it's it? Fried in it is fried in the shell, and they they put it like I thought there would be ground beef in there, right? Like a taco, but it's not. It's, it's just it's, <laughs> it's like a it's like a like a ranchy cabbagey kind and so of the chicken is the meat. Yes, the chicken is the meat. Wow, wow they turned just, it inside out, man. They turned it upside wait. down. Is
3: it also the shell? Yeah, it's the yeah. shell. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Was with, they uh, give you
0: a cardboard holder so you don't have to touch it. I thought it was just oh, yeah, don't
3: touch the meat. That's, I understand You don't want to right. get grease yeah, all over yeah. your fingers. and
0: I thought it was just to wipe filled with off. cancer.
3: <laughs> it is. It's not what Here it, it is, Nate. Oh, it's <laughs> made <laughs> of cancer. <laughs> it's was filled was it? With what cancer? was the double
0: down?
1: Wasn't the <laughs> double down like uh, two two chicken patties with like bacon in the middle? Wasn't that the double down? And then I don't remember that they, one. No, but there was... and Yeah, the Double, Double Down. down. That was... Um, they made the... Remember that You remember the Double Down? And it was like two chicken patties with like bacon and something <laughs> in the middle. And then they made the Double Down Dog, which was a hot dog with basically a chicken bun. Yeah. And yeah, they made that too. So... It's well, you know you what's coming?
0: Uh, the, this is the new... This is the latest thing. <laughs> KFC and Taco Bell being the same company. Or I'm not... I mean, uh, Pizza Hut and Taco Bell, same company. Next thing that's coming out fried chicken pizza crust so wow look for that <laughs> coming soon oh from a kfc dear you
1: you know that sound sounds great in theory but what? really just as just like that is just that is just death no,
0: it sounds horrible in theory <laughs> they're gonna have to throw and that, that was that. the thing about the naked chalupa was as bad as it sounds it wasn't as bad as it sounds
2: All this stuff's going to wind up in the trash, and then the rats are going to eat it. Have you guys watched that documentary on Netflix about rats? No.
0: Watch it.
1: No. It'll freak you the
2: fuck out, man. All I see is rats everywhere I go Did now. you
1: see the thing about the people getting the rat out of their apartment? And they like they had a series of people standing with brooms, and someone in the bathroom hit it, and it went, and the next person like hit it, and it fell down the stairs. And then there was somebody at the bottom of the stairs, and they shot it out the door. Have you seen that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have rats like that here. I think this was Thank in New God. York. So. They're coming. Yeah, they're coming. There's
2: more rats than people in the U.S. Oh, I'm, I'm no. I'm sure of it.
1: Oh, I'm sure no. of it. Welcome to Trump's America, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Trump's America. Uh, real quick, Nate, we'll get you out of here. We we appreciate you coming in. It's been it's been so long. We forgot what you looked like, but it's great to have you back. You're, you're bigger and stronger than you were
2: before. lift a lot of weights. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah yeah
1: good. You Used to Didn't come in a sport. lot. We've had you on quite a quite a few times, but I think you know you got you got famous and you. you... Is
3: this your first solo appearance though? You... No, I've
1: been a couple solo. solo
2: okay. yeah. He's I had a Ross with so. me one
3: time. Jeff has
2: been in. We've come on at least once or twice. A yeah, year. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so what, what are your impressions? you think the Nuggets are going to do a deal? What what do you think was going to happen for the for the rest of this season?
2: Uh, I, I don't think the Nuggets are going to do minor deals. I think if they end up trading guys like Gallinari and Chandler, it's going to be for draft picks that they're going to try to then push to either the Bulls or the Pacers in some type of deal. So I think if the Nuggets make a deal in the next 20-some-odd hours, it's going to be a big deal, or else they're going to stand pat and go into the summer with what they
1: have. But, Just let it ride. Yeah.
2: But again, we talked a lot of Jokic. We didn't even talk about Jamal Murray.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I, no I don't want them to trade him. They were talking about trading him today. And I was like, no, oh, dude, oh, don't trade that's him. That's not going to happen.
2: I mean, I think if you're the Pacers or the Bulls, you, you, you see he's, he's part of the deal. We're not talking.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd say no way. They, they should not move him, right? Like, they, no, no, hell, no, no, he's, no. no, He's awesome. awesome. No, hell no. And yeah. I've been
2: hearing, you know, there's And been, he's
1: got that Russ Westbrook look in his eye. Yeah, and He's he, crazy. Yeah, you want you want a guy who's a killer. You want that dude. Yeah. And and I I think moving him would would be a terrible mistake. I think it defeats the purpose of of adding a guy
2: like Paul George. Honestly, it's yeah. like if you have Murray, Jokic and Paul George, now you're talking. Now you're talking about those potentially three superstars, right? And that's Ooh. what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I've got an orange and blue bone right now. <laughs> Let me tell you. God. Just thinking about that. I love Jamal Murray, man. I oh, I him. do too. I think it's great. It's a
3: yellow, yeah. yellow and powder blue.
1: Yellow. and Oh, yeah. The, no, the powder the comes of- out when I ejaculate. Oh, the powder, blue powder comes out <laughs> after I... After I <laughs> yeah. boom, boom. Puff, puff, puff. Is, puff, it, puff. is it navy blue or is it powder blue? It's powder blue, mm. like what you're wearing. You know, yeah, it's powder blue. It's I'm, I'm covered puff. in powder it's blue. It's like it makes it sound like this: paf paf paf. That's the sound it makes, and that's what I'm going to be doing as as these Nuggets get down the road. Well, this has been great, guys. We've got to talk a lot of Nuggets finally, and it's awesome <laughs> to be able to talk about it. An in
0: entire a, Nuggets podcast. Pretty much, we had a little
1: Broncos, a little Avalanche in there, but um, you know, paf paf paf, baby. That's where we're jacking off for the Nuggets. Uh, Nate, thanks again. Uh, hey, thank you, guys. Tell everybody tell everybody where they can find you guys. Tell all your stuff. I'm on, like, Twitter, I guess.
0: Yeah, I know. Nate but.
1: Timmons, CSG
2: on there. Uh, look me up. Nate Timmons, you can find me. And Colorado, oh, sports, yeah, guys Colorado sports Guys. guys. Yeah, ColoradoSportsGuys.com. Obviously on
0: available on uh, iTunes as well. I'm Everywhere sure, you right? like to
2: get podcasts, we're there.
0: Stitcher Radio. Somebody
2: wrote that. me today and said something about, are you guys on Apple Podcasts?
1: I was like, you mean iTunes? <laughs> that's
0: yeah, right? that's Isn't it. Is that the same thing?
2: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, 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 I hope, is I hope it is.
1: There's untapped market we're missing out on. Yeah. So.
2: But man, I, I don't miss your guys' podcast. Like when you guys record podcasts, I listen. I'm a subscriber. I listen. I love wow. the podcast. Thank it's a lot you. of fun, man. It's uh, there's we we talked about it a little bit before we started recording. You know, there's I think a place for a podcast like yours amongst this sports talk in Denver. You guys are raw, you're uncut, it's fun and it's uh you guys get people in here and people let loose wow i appreciate it's it man to.
1: thank you yeah. well you know you guys you guys actually have the the actual uh good sports takes knowledgeable you know what you're talking about and we just like to let it fly We so. just riff on yeah, it. yeah we just we just riff on yeah. it so there's, there's there's a place for everybody i guess so. there's a lot of podcasts around denver now there's oh yeah oh, a, lot of, a lot of nuggetsy
2: podcasts out wow there. really yeah, my well, favorite is uh probably uh locked on nuggets with adam modest oh, i yeah. love listening to that guy talk hoops
1: yeah he Mates. knows he knows he knows a lot doesn't he yeah I, he's, he's been on, a college he, player he does um, he goes on some of the radio shows too I think doesn't he doesn't yeah he it, does a lot of radio. Some radio hits so yeah. well,
0: soon the fucking Rockies nerds are gonna be Blabbing away too. So oh, yeah. We'll have
1: to
2: we,
0: get some of them on there. The Tyler guy, he started the 1043 The Fan. I love that guy. Oh, no. <laughs> you're
1: thinking of, you're thinking of, uh, uh, of is that Connor? Connor. You're thinking Connor. of Connor. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's okay. hilarious. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. He's, hilarious. He's doing a good job. He's doing the Lord's work with that. Hundred and it's uh, out. Uh,
0: 1043 The Fan producer yeah. <laughs> is what he calls himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. It's
1: oh, good God. stuff. That's, that's why we love
3: the interview. I can't so. believe
0: they gave Cecil a fucking football show. In the football offseason, what the fuck is that? I mean, I love Cecil. Don't get me wrong, and they having him back in my mornings but, is Bless glorious. Cecil, God bless it's Cecil. It's glorious, but they they took that span where they were doing the morning show over again, and they put Cecil and Tyler Plumbus there.
1: Hey, man, you know More what? More
0: football, right people, in time for football. People, hey, listen, people love their get football.
1: It. Me personally. <laughs> I like a little break, and once, like I said, the Super Bowl, I was like kind of half paying yeah. attention. I, it's now I, I've, horrible. I've moved on to the oh. other sports. I'm, I'm as a as a Denver sports fan, I am paying attention to the other sports.
0: Every morning, fun. it's the same thing. What do you think's gonna happen with the Broncos' quarterback situation? Oh god! You can oh only, my you, god! Are You fucking shitting me!
2: You I've can, been uh, one of the fucking
0: shut the fuck <laughs> up.
2: I've been one of the uh, Nuggets. People, I guess Nuggets part of Nuggets Twitter that's been kind of banging on the fan either their website or their like the other night. If you went to the fans' Twitter feed or their web page, you would have no idea that Jokic scored forty in Madison Square Garden.
0: And the other day, Mark Slareth. This is my favorite moment. Sorry, right, John. let's bring it back up because I have a few things to say about the it. The other <laughs> day, Mugget, back on. Mark, Mark Slareth goes. I watched an entire Denver Nuggets game last night, beginning to end, like. Mm, Don't yeah. admit that No, I Don't <laughs> admit that And then he goes And then he's like Starting to Fucking dive in Like I'm an expert now And And then they, The other day They were talking about The DeMarcus Cousins trade Oh, to God. New Orleans. And he's weighing in on it. I'm like, you've only watched one Nuggets game this year. How do you fucking weigh in on the DeMarcus? Well, hold on. DeMarcus hold on. He, did, he
1: didn't say that he wasn't watching the other teams. Oh,
0: Jesus. Right? He's, yeah. like, he's like, well,
2: so we're watching I
0: don't, a
1: lot
0: of Kings. I don't really know if that's going to make New Orleans good enough to catch up to the Nuggets, but we'll have to see how that plays I'm out. I'm big
1: into the Kings and I'm big into the Pelicans. Oh, so let me tell you, I know all about this trade um, and he's like you, you know, fuck listen ah! mike, mike evans mike evans is a is a, is a very he's, he's, a v- he's very good at what he does he's an excellent he's an excellent radio guy but the dude doesn't know shit and for him to like hey, and he's
2: he's older than you he knows more oh
1: i'm sorry yeah that's right and not and not a blogger and so the blogger the blog anything that's a blogger is is below his uh, contempt um, he's always getting into it with jake Marson and his go-to was like well, Chauncey Billups told me this, and I thought, "Good God, man! <laughs> You're a fucking sports a- analyst. You
3: should have you your should own know opinion more I, than Chauncey I, Billups." I, I
1: appreciate Chauncey Billups. I'm sure Chauncey Billups knows more than I, more than I ever will. But if your only go to is to say, "Well, Chauncey told me." What what the fuck does that mean? Do your own do your own research. Watch your own games. Use your own eyes to see. Just because Chauncey told you, I'm sure he knows something about it. But his his only argument was that Chauncey told him. And I thought that was the most absurd <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Renno always tells <laughs> Renno notario always tells me i don't listen to other hosts because i don't want my take on what i see formed by them and these guys all they're doing right now this these morning show guys are with the fan they're taking they're taking like this condensed take world from the internet and they're squashing it together and they're going this is my take because i've seen it now i've watched one nuggets game
1: if you just if you if you even pretended to know uh a little bit about it and then you could have someone like nate on and go well hey nate why don't you tell me like we did tonight hey tell me (laughs) me what's the thing that's that's all they'd have to do but then just to be ignorant of it and i think you're getting paid to cover denver when was the last
0: time big alan d-mac had a blogger on Oh, I don't
1: know. I don't. If listen to there that. was ever, a time. I would, don't listen to that, so I would have no idea. But it's baffling. I know to who's me.
0: in the locker rooms at the end of those games. It's not Big Al and fucking D-Mac. Yep. And, and my, my big thing
2: too is in journalism, I, I I never was taught that you're supposed to give people what they want. It's, yeah. You're supposed to create the news and create things for to talk about, right? And in radio, it makes no sense to me why you wouldn't want to talk about the Nuggets, and they can say, "Well, our people don't listen to it." Well, it's because you never fucking talk you about it. You never them. cover it. If you make him a private kind of self fulfilling prophecy, yeah, right. Like people will follow it. our podcast is fucking proof. If you talk nuggets, people will listen. It's insane. Denver Absolutely. Stiffs, BSN Denver, you know, all these all these outlets show that there is an audience for that kind of stuff. And it's it baffles me that, that people refuse to say hey people only want to hear broncos it's not fucking true.
1: bsn avalanche does fantastic business and yeah. people want to read avalanche stuff and the team's terrible They're the worst team in the nhl people want to read about it they 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 want to soak it up and they will never cover it just because they're terrible, even though there, there's a story there. But that's, that's what I don't get is that they just kind of go, well, nobody wants to hear it, so we're not going to talk about it. It's like, no, they want to hear it. You don't have anybody who can talk it. And that's the whole thing. They don't have anybody who can talk it. And if they start talking about it, people who know something about basketball, the Nuggets, then they go, oh, my God, these clowns are talking. But they have no idea what they're talking about. It it Then they just go, oh, well, nobody wants to talk about it. No, you're doing a poor job of it. And that's yeah. the whole thing. And it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. And what is it gonna take for them to all of a sudden be like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna dedicate some time to this? They gotta do they gotta make the second round of the playoffs? I mean, is that what it's gonna take? I mean, that's probably
0: what we're looking at. Oh, and then when they do finally devote some time to it, everybody has every right to go fuck off. Fuck off because everybody
1: else has been covering it. These Nate and these guys have been covering it. Um, all the other all the other guys who write for Denver Stiffs, for BSN, everyone has podcasts, they've all been covering it in different. Depth, so it makes that coverage look look like amateur hour shit show of an amateur hour if if you ah, know what yeah. i'm saying so yeah. all right let's get out of here we've we've talked about i could talk about that all night and we we uh we we've been here all night so again nate thanks for coming it's wonderful to see you and yeah. we're so glad to have you it's back. Certainly a thrill. It is. Come back. Come back soon, please. Maybe when the when the Nuggets are you know deep in a playoff run this year.
2: Love to guys. Love coming on. Thanks for having
1: me. Awesome. Well, this has been fun. South stands Denver Fan Cast. Until next time. Adios.